0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: This week, on Tuning Out the News, the conservative hot take tells HBO's Bomani Jones that we need NFL violence because it's most Americans' only chance to see a doctor treat someone they care about. Then, the liberal virtue signal rushes to Biden's defense, searching the multiverse for a reality where Trump hoarding documents is high treason, but Biden doing it is a cute hobby. But first, the Trump-DeSantis war begins with DeSantis trying to rid schools of the critical thinking necessary to realize he's getting destroyed on the debate stage. It's Thursday, January 26th. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast of First Big News.
2: Good evening, I'm James Smartwood and I listen to Ryan Reynolds' movies on the treadmill. We come to you tonight as the battle for the bulbous, deformed pig heart of the Republican Party rages on between eulogist with a hard-out Donald Trump and Florida governor who buys his suits at the container store, Ron DeSantis. A new poll shows Trump barely ahead by the skin of his teeth with a 26-point lead over DeSantis. Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, and the rest of the future Fox News Green Room barnacles poll in the single digits. As we speak, Trump is huddling with advisors, horse-teeth real estate developers, and Belarus honeypot. Fine-tune his attacks on DeSantis. In recent weeks, Trump has repeatedly quizzed some of those close to him. What else do we have on Ron? One area in which Trump and his allies smell that kind of weakness in DeSantis is on Social Security. A genius move by Trump there to remember that seniors need government support once their kids lose contact because the Q and QAnon stuff's just too much. Meanwhile, Governor DeSantis is trying to bury in the same hole as his years of sycophantic Trump endorsements an advanced placement African-American studies pilot program in Florida high schools.
3: This course on black history what are one what's one of the lessons about queer theory that is somebody pushing an agenda on our kids and so when you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality abolishing prisons that's a political agenda
2: god forbid florida students are exposed to ivory tower ideas that risk turning them into radical ultra left ivy leaguers like yale and harvard grad Ron DeSantis. Join me now to jog out to the news beach with our scoops board slick with fact wax and ride some gnarly truth pipes until we slam skull first into the pulitzer jetty His democratic strategy just quickly removing advisor at the DeValder group from her resume, Lydia Parker. Good evening. Chief Washington Bureau Chief and future lumberjack games fatality, Jonathan Keene. James. Chief field correspondent who thinks rain boots that aren't yellow aren't official, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. Plus CBS News chief Washington correspondent and Hallmark Channel blue-collar dad who just wants his big city daughter to be happy, Major Garrett.
0: Always a pleasure.
2: Absolutely. Now, Major, how many more discriminatory policies should Ron DeSantis to support, to gain favor in the Republican primary before Trump calls him dumb Santus one time and craters his political career forever.
0: Ron DeSantis has made himself the alternative to former President Trump by doing one thing, and his advisors believe it shrewd, choose enemies wisely. And right now his enemy is the education bureaucracy, the woke establishment, such as it is, and anyone else who fits in that general description of elitists or educators who don't really want to bring education as he defines it to Florida children.
1: People say DeSantis lacks charisma, but critical Florida voters are riveted when he's on TV, mostly because they're watching from condos which may collapse at any second.
0: Now, clearly, Republicans have learned from the midterms that the American majority is craving culture war red meat. That gets them thinking, good God, these people are insane.
3: Sure, there was a lot of heat around Jeb Bush in 2016 and Trump destroyed him, but keep in mind, DeSantis has a far more grating personality. It's a good point. Thank you.
2: Obviously, if DeSantis and other contestants want to beat trump in the republican primary they will need to access the deep dark depths of human depravity here to discuss is magister bill of the church of satan thank you so much for joining us magister
3: thank you for having me
2: of course now magister how does DeSantis and other primary hopefuls unlock the carnal beast necessary to win a plurality of republican support
3: well satanism is about the individual not the collective about getting what you want so if you can do something that it is in in my own shameless self-interest, mm. my own selfishness, then, huh? yeah, I'll give you a vote.
2: Now, Major, we just heard compelling advice from the Church of Satan here. I mean, my question is, is Satanism too moderate for today's Republican Party?
0: Good question. I haven't seen that uh, put through a focus group or a poll yet. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We get some results on that, maybe I'll have a more informed opinion. That's a dodge. 100%. You know, I will say this fellow from the Church of Satan is making a lot of good points. Gratification is king, and desire, it's prince. Okay, here we go. Of course this would happen. Magister, where does Satan fall on the debt ceiling?
3: Well, we don't have any economic principles that apply to the whole nation. It's about the individual... Not the collective. Hell but, yeah! Uh, you should, I think, certainly strive to make a comfortable living for yourself and protect your finances.
0: This guy's speaking my language.
3: Yeah, I'm in. I'm in too. I'm all in. This sounds pretty good. I'm opting out of the coven tonight. You guys are missing out. It's pretty sweet. You've been in it for like maybe one second. That second of my life.
2: Now moving on. Also flirting with a run for president is Mike, least memorable member of the refrigerator sales team, Pompeo. In his new vanity project, Never Give an Inch, fighting for the America I love, available in bookstores now. He appears unable to bury the hatchet with a man already buried, downplaying the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. He writes the media made Khashoggi out to be a Saudi Arabian Bob Woodward, who was martyred for bravely criticizing the Saudi royal family through his opinion articles in the Washington Post. In truth, Khashoggi was an activist who had supported the losing team in a recent fight for the throne. Major, do you think Pompeo can capture the Republican vote by attacking Khashoggi, or should he go after someone else, beloved, like Jennifer Coolidge?
0: Well, Secretary Pompeo is doing what Republicans who fancy themselves as a potential successor to former President Trump feel they must do, which is find ways to be outrageous and strident and Trumpian that even Trump hasn't tried.
2: Now, as we all know, Mike Pompeo's book is a cultural phenomenon on the scale of the Harry Potter series, generating record-breaking crowds. Let's call it Bookstore now to see how they're handling Pompeo fever. Hey there, it's James Smartway. Look, I know it's crazy over there, so thank you so much for taking some time to take the call. Obviously, uh, you know what book I'm looking for, Never Give an Inch, Fighting for the America I Love by Mike Pompeo. Please, uh, just, can you tell me you have some copies?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw some coming this morning. Let me walk over here. Okay, great. Are you heading down tonight?
2: Uh, my plan was to get there as soon as possible. I was actually even exploring taking a helicopter.
0: <laughs> All right. um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So if you if you come tonight or even tomorrow morning, we'll have it for you. Woo!
2: Oh, thank God. Sweating. I'm begging you. Just set one aside for me. Stand over with a bat if you have to. Now, if by the time I get there, it's gone because you've been, you know, just like torn to shreds. What time does the armored vehicle arrive with more copies? <laughs>
0: I'm honestly not predicting we're going to sell out of that one, so you should be fine.
2: Okay, great. Now when you're looking at that book right now. Are you sure it's not it's not some kind of mirage? Or any, you could you're touching it with your hands?
0: Yes, I can physically touch it.
2: I see. Now, no spoilers, but I, I just I have to ask: in the book, does Pompeo talk about how the lessons of can- Kansas never left him? I, I've just been. Just been dying to know.
0: I haven't cracked in myself, so I don't know what he gets into in there. Okay. But oh, I'm my sure God. All
2: right. It. Don't spoil it. Forget it.
0: You know, before we let you go, any books on Satan?
2: What? A keen, why would you?
0: no well, just, you know, we're talking to him.
2: Do you have any books on Satan for... Half my staff here has converted to Satanism.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure we got a couple of votes floating around. Oh, okay. Now cool. yeah, we're talking.
2: My tax guy likes me to chase him a little before he files my W-2. So that's all the time we have. Sorry, we didn't have time for M&M's desperately trying to appease conservatives by debuting a meat filled M&M that puts out.
1: Up next on tuning out the news, the podcast, the liberal panelists of Virtue Signal refuse to let the Biden administration take the blame for their document scandal. But first, a word from our sponsor.
3: Tostitos. Celebrity put chip near mouth so now you want chip.
1: Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News, host Kylie Weaver and the liberal pundits of Virtue Signal stop at nothing to find excuses for Biden's misplaced documents, even if they have to look beyond our dimension. Plus, The latest on George Santos.
4: Tonight, we excuse President Biden's hoarding of documents based on the mitigating circumstances of him not being Donald Trump. This is Virtue Signal. Weaver, and I guess my niece is doing her My Hero essay about me or something. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really know. Top story, y'all. The luckiest Justice Department investigators in the world got to live my dream of spending 13 straight hours at Joe Biden's literal home in Delaware. Although, instead of giving Major a makeover and going total goofball mode with Jill, they apparently uncovered more classified documents. And sure. when when Trump took classified documents, I said we should blast him into the sun, which he looked at that one time, probably because he thought it was a hamburger. But when Biden did it, it was different.
0: For a different situation than Donald Trump's. It is significantly different. Big difference. This is vastly
3: different. Vastly different.
5: That's very different. It is very, very different. Couldn't be more dissimilar.
3: Stark differences.
4: Yes, liberals, forget pervasive bipartisan corruption and focus on the winning argument that Biden did this same illegal thing as Trump, only better. Joining me in the echo chamber is former Biden White House communications director who asked her grandmother on her deathbed what she thought about the debt ceiling, Jordan Pulse. Hello. Former DNC chair who's worried Talbots is getting a little too horish for her taste, Charlotte Fitzgerald. Good evening. And the Lincoln Project senior advisor who has never successfully pictured anything in his head except a slightly bigger donut than the one he was holding, Troy Lawson. Hi, Kylie. Okay panel, I am sick of the media both sidesing this issue just because both sides are guilty of the same thing. Who's with me?
5: Yes, Biden took those top secret documents as souvenirs because he's so sentimental. What, now men can't have emotions? Some of these are classified documents that Biden took while he was the vice president to Obama. You can't do something wrong when Obama
4: was president. Uh, His drone strikes were precision AF. Obviously these are the only excuses we can think of in this quantum plane, but there are presumably an infinite number of multiverses with even more totally not pained and sweaty excuses. And to find them, I commissioned the construction of this absolutely gag-worthy particle accelerator. Oh, oh my God. Ugh, I love STEM. Bill Nye, the science guy, can low-key get it. Let's see an excuse for Biden possessing classified documents from an entirely different dimension. Oh, OK, here's one. The intern did it. Wow. It. That, that, like out there. that could work. So cool. But we have to move on. We cover a lot of light, salacious, stories, but it's time now for a serious topic, George Santos. That's right, folks. The Flash, apparently official. Congressman George Santos lied about partying in drag in Brazil in 2008. Panel, can you believe one of the people in the corrupt, impotent pit of wealth slaves we call a legislature is a fraudy lie guy? This George Santos does not deserve
5: to sit next to Republican congressional luminaries like the accused sex trafficker, the accused sexual abuse enabler, and all those bastions of decency who texted their stockbroker Five seconds into their first secret COVID briefing. Totally. Yes, yes. That is so Oh my god, something's wrong with the collider.
4: It's being so random right now. <laughs> oh no. Ha cha cha. Who are these fine specimens? Troy, those are you from other dimensions.
5: I didn't know I was a freaking supermodel. Hey, what skin diseases do you all have? I got ringworm, psoriasis, eczema. I got insects in my ears. Wow, we're the same, yet vastly different. Wow. Wow. I got insects in my ears. Troy, you should show the other
4: Troys your room. Great
5: idea, Kylie. You guys are bugging with me. I assume everyone's good with
4: boiling liquid cheese for dinner. Yeah. OK, I have a charity event or whatever, so let's wrap it there.
1: When Tuning Out the News returns, the conservative panelists of Hot Take discuss systemic issues in sports with Game Theory host Bomani Jones. That's ahead. This week on Tuning Out the News, the host of HBO's Game Theory, Bomani Jones, joined the panel of Hot Take to debate the growing presence of violence, gambling, racism, and Saudi money within the world of professional sports.
6: Hey, it's host you should just let cheat at board games because the tantrum isn't worth it, Tyler Templeton, alongside co-host whose mom says the statue in the middle of town is her dad, Bonnie Davis, co-host who has dated every meatpacking foreman in her state, Susan Shepard, and co-host warned by a cartel to quit being such an annoying part of Mexico City's cocktail scene, Austin Sparks. If Zelensky speaks at the Oscars, then Putin must be invited to the MTV Awards to read the nominees for Best Kiss. This is Hot Take. What's up, gas station bagel cellophane swallowers? Top story. Despite it perfectly quenching our thirst for blood and violence, the National Football League is not without controversy. Most recently, squeamish fans were in a tizzy over Buffalo Bills player DeMar Hamlin's heart stopping on the field for just like a few short minutes. Now here to agree with me under penalty of me getting my feelings hurt real bad is host of HBO's Game Theory with Bamani Jones. Bamani Jones, what's up Bamani?
7: How you doing, man?
6: Fantastic. Do you find it a little strange that a peace-loving country like America would wholeheartedly embrace such a violent sport like football?
7: I mean, if we're being honest, watching people knock each other around is typically kind of entertaining. Like, this is one of those things where sometimes we got to be honest with ourselves about what's going on here. And, like, an inappropriate joke is not necessarily a joke that isn't funny. It's just not appropriate. That's kind of where we are with football. Like, we acknowledge that it's a lot of fun, It's just a question as to whether or not it's really appropriate. That's a very American conundrum
4: the news media focused on the hard news story, Damar Hamlin's feel-good recovery, instead of the pointless fluff of how players get mortally injured and who profits from it.
3: But look, to compete with all the Super Bowl on-field violence, Rihanna needs to step it up during her halftime show and sing Umbrella while attacking a
6: dancer with an umbrella. Absolutely. Now, moving on, obviously, there's big money in football, especially if you count all the cash made by DraftKings that was supposed to be spent on child support Last year, partnerships with sports gambling companies and casinos represented a significant chunk of the NFL's record $1.8 billion in sponsorship revenue. Crap! I bet that it was $1.9 billion! I'm screwed! My daughter's college fund is gone! Uh, Bomani, are you comfortable with the normalization of sports gambling and can I borrow $200,000?
7: now i can't really help you out with the 200 grand but it is a little bit weird like people gamble on sports but that's not really the reason that anybody got into it in the first place and it's not even like we're gambling simply on who's going to win you're gambling on who's going to win by how much like we watch games to see who's actually going to win you don't have to watch to see who covers but every single sports broadcast has got the lines and the odds and everywhere all over the place, which is basically like advertising for cocaine.
6: Now, Bamani's selfish refusal to bail me out brings me to what has become a recurring segment called I'm So Sorry, Honey. I'm so sorry, honey. I'll make back the money. I promise. Oh, oh God. And that's I'm So Sorry, Honey. The
5: only threat to sports gambling is we still have bizarre non-gambling, non-digital currency pathways to upward mobility. And we all know the solution. Burn Burn down down the schools.
7: schools. You say you want to burn what?
5: Schools. schools. Burn the schools.
7: Like not just the books, the whole school? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's
6: where they hide the books. Now, moving on. 9-11 MVP Saudi Arabia is absolutely killing it when it comes to the life of journalists and sports washing their reputation. Most recently signing soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo to a $75 million per year contract. Bomani, Some anti-murder dorks are upset about athletes accepting Saudi money, but isn't it a greater sin to miss out on an easy buck?
7: Yeah, I've heard that argument before. If they think it's going to make anybody think any different about them, I think they have a drastic misunderstanding. They can have all the events in the world and they can do all the sports, but for the people whose minds they need to change, If they keep dressing the way that they dress, nobody's going to be convinced. I'm sorry, people just aren't as sophisticated as they seem to think. They don't think that just because you have sports stuff that it says anything about you as a person.
4: Saudi involvement in sports could be good for their human rights record. If the sports journalists are giving on-camera commentary during the match, they can't be dismembered until after the post-game show.
6: Now, obviously, the Saudi Investment Fund has a lot of cash to throw at sports, and if they're watching right now, I just want to say... This is not a news show. This is sports. For oh, sure. Yep. Absolutely, uh-huh. For sure. Let, here, let me on. explain. We all have high impact concussions. We mm-hmm. all eat 5,000 calories per day, carb heavy diets. Yeah. And we've had to change the name of the show 15 times because it was offensive. But of course, we're not a sport unless we have brutal on-camera injuries. So on the count of three, drop the studio light upon night head. And one, one two. two, yes. Oh wow. my. Wow. Austin! That was awesome. Saudi Investment Fund, my preferred currency, is nosebleed tickets to Steely Dan. Thank you to my co host and esteemed guest, Bomani Jones. Thanks, Bomani. Thank you. He is the host of Game Theory with Bomani Jones on HBO.
1: After the break, Hot Takes' Austin Sparks has a special announcement about the future of his hit late-night comedy show, Sparks. Stick around. Fortune Magazine. Read about tomorrow's fraudster today.
6: Welcome back. A new report says that CNN is considering adding a late-night comedy show to its lineup, which has prompted rumors about the future of our own Austin Sparks. Austin, take it away.
3: Thanks, Tyler. Unless you're Amish, you know I'm the host of Tuning Out the News' hit, Don't Tell Ma'am, late-night show, Sparks. And yes, CNN CEO Chris Lick has been begging me to join the network, giving kissy-wissies to all ten of my toes. And I'll tell you what I told him, I'm not going anywhere yeah! with that current offer. So tonight on Sparks, We get the party started by drinking a gallon of strawberry milk with Senator Roy Blunt. Then I zoom bomb a Wesleyan women's studies class with, you guessed it, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! And then I spend an hour in the makeout cage with the inside of my elbow. All that and a bag of chips
6: tonight on Sparks. You can do it! And congrats on the 500-episode extension. Good night, everyone.
1: Until next week, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.